Welcome to BioIT World's Trends from the Trenches podcast, your insider's look at the science, technology, and executive trends driving the life sciences. I'm Allison Prophet, editor of BioIT World. This episode is hosted by Stan Gloss, founder of BioTeam, a life sciences IT consulting company at the intersection of science, data, and technology. Joining Stan today is Becky Upton, president of the Pistoia Alliance. Together, they discuss the opportunities inherent in maximizing data management efficiency, such as delivering data at scale and harnessing AI to expedite R&D, and Pistoia Alliance's role in setting industry standards. Let's listen in. Becky, good evening. It's a little late your time, so I'm really excited that you're willing to sit down and uh, chat with me a little bit about the Pistoia Alliance today. Um, I, I had to interview you because I recently went to one of the Pistoia meetings in Boston last year. And until I really got into going to the meeting and interacting with all the people there, I really didn't have a particularly good sense for the depth and breadth of what the Pistoia Alliance is doing. So I really thought there would probably be some other people in my audience that probably don't know as much and would benefit from hearing from you. So let's kick it off and um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and then just follow up with kind of a little bit about Pistoia, how it was formed and, you know, what are you doing these days? Well, thank you, Stan. Thank you for having me on um, the recording as well. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, if we go back a few years, my PhD is in biochemistry. Um, I left the bench after doing my PhD and went into scientific sales. was in scientific sales for many years. Uh, I worked for an organization called VWR, which is now called Avantor, and eventually ran a ran the sales team within the UK. Um, managed the marketing and tenders part of the business. I then developed and managed scientific services for VWR, which is essentially where we were placing staff to work alongside other scientists in pharma organizations. We had about 2,000 associates globally working at customers' facilities. Um, I left in about 2017 and um, worked for a um, kind of an equipment manufacturer slash CRO when we were doing um, toxicology and admin testing, which is actually quite pertinent because one of the topics that we're talking about in the moment at the moment in Pistoria Alliance is um, reduction of animals and alternatives to animals such as mm. in vivo in vitro models instead of in vivo models. Um, I then. Went back to scientific um, support work and worked for myself for a while. When I was working for myself, I took on a contract with Pistoria Alliance and I managed one of the projects at Pistoria Alliance um, around interchange of analytical methods between two different manufacturers. It was our methods hub project. Uh, and I was... Um, working on that for a while. And then I started to manage 
all of the projects for the Alliance. And then eventually, 18 months ago, I, I was asked if I would like to apply for the position of president, which I did. And for the last 18 months, I've been in that role. I actually was involved in Pistoria Alliance even before working for them because PWR Avantor were a member at the time. So I had the experience of the community and I was part of a Lab of the Future community six, seven years ago. And that was very enlightening to get some mm-hmm. thought leadership and discussions going Um when I was on the vendor side of the fence. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Pistoia Alliance. Well, a little uh, short history of where it has started and where it's going. Yeah, certainly. So Pistoia Alliance, we're a uh, not-for-profit organization. And Sergio Rothstein, I'm quoting him here, says that we were doing uh, pre-competitive collaboration before pre-competitive collaboration was cool. Um, We were essentially incorporated in 2008, so that makes us 16 years old this year. And we were incorporated after people, representatives from AstraZeneca, GSK, Novartis and Pfizer met at a conference in Pistoia in Italy, hence the name Pistoia Alliance. Those those representatives were sharing information about um, data interchange, some of the problems that they were having around uh, data and standards. And they thought by actually actually collaborating together, they may be able to solve some of the common problems. So they decided to form an alliance and we were incorporated in the US as a 501c6 with the mission to look at lowering the barriers to innovation through pre-competitive collaboration. And we continue to do that today, but we are not just four members any longer. We're over 200 members and those members are both individuals other not-for-profit organizations, patient representative groups, vendors, and the pharma industry themselves. Um, So we have got a number of projects that we run, but I can talk to you about those shortly. Yeah. So maybe you could talk to us a little, you mentioned pre-competitive. You know, what's, I mean, it's obvious, we think we understand the value of what pre-competitive work is about, but you do this pre-competitive work for a living. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about pre-competitive and the values that you've seen by actually doing work pre-competitively. Yeah. I mean, essentially what we say to our members is if you're you're working together, you're sharing the cost, the, the burden of the cost of doing a project. That's one advantage. But secondly, if you've got a problem in your organization, and you're wanting to solve it, and there's another problem in another organization that wanting to solve the same problem, by collaborating together to solve that problem, people can very leverage each other's ideas. So there's essentially more brains on the same topic. Mm-hmm. You're sharing the cost of solving that problem, and you're actually working in a community, so you get to learn from one another I think one of those intangible benefits that is making those connections. And actually, I've seen that there's lots of friendships that form after some of the projects that we run. 
Um, it's interesting, Stan. We've always said in the Historia Alliance, I think it's an old Persian saying that if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And it's around really going further together. That's great. Um, I mean, one of the areas that we hear are people in the industry struggling with these days is the deluge of data and people drowning in their data. Uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about data because we can't, if we can't manage it, it's really hard to really speed up discovery and get new solutions to market. So what's Pistoia doing about data? Yes, it's Really great points. I think that the deluge of data is coming because our technologies are improving, our experiments are miniaturizing, so we're getting more data out of singular um, sample points. And we've got a lot more tools to be able to use. I mean, people are churning out gigabytes of data per day, but Having all of that data, it's no use having it unless you're able to interpret it. So being able to interpret the data needs the data to be able to be managed, maintained and consumed easily. Um, one of our strategic priorities, we have four. One of those is delivering data at scale. Another strategic priority is actually about harnessing AI to expedite R&D. But of course, you can't have one without the other to be able to feed some of the tools uh, like large language models, generative AI, machine learning. You've got to make sure that the data is in order. And let's go back to FAIR principles, which are findable, accessible, interoperable, and reusable, we have a community, a fair community within Pistoria Alliance, which is basically the foundation of organizing your data. So with these initiatives, you know, when I, I was struck by sitting in the audience, listening to the presentations of different actual projects that were being presented around these topics. So it's not just talk about these are a good idea. This actual product and code bases and things that the Pistoia Alliance and their members are actually working on. Maybe you could get a little specific with us on a couple of those specific initiatives that do and are aligned with your mission. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think if I look to categorize the stuff that we have on the the theme of delivering data-driven value at scale. We have a group of projects around ontologies. We have a group of projects around data enrichment. And we have a group of projects around how do we integrate and manage that data. So if we take ontologies as a starting point, um, we've just delivered version one of an ontology called IDMP ontology, which is identification of drug medicinal products. Um, that has been one of our biggest projects actually that we've ever ran. It's got 11 pharma members that are participating in that project itself. Uh, and that's actually launched a couple of other ontology based projects 
one around clinical operations and another around process chemistry. And a fourth one is emerging around a pharma general ontology. And that's quite an interesting one. The pharma general ontology will allow for some standard naming conventions that are common across ontologies to be put together because what's happening in the world of data ontologies is sometimes those ontologies um, don't have interoperability, but by creating a general naming convention of pharma general ontology, we're looking to nip some of that in the bud, if you like, for the future. And then if you look at some of the second group, group of, of ontology where, of data products that we do, projects that we do, we have the FAIR group and, and the, the FAIR community are currently working on a FAIR maturity model. So that will allow organisations to see where they are in the FAIR journey. Of how fair is their data and how can they then plot a path to make their data more fair and also a return on investment calculator is it worth us starting to look at is it start is it worth us putting this into place to ensure that our data is fair or not so we've got a lot of actual tangible products going on uh, and i often make this point, Stan, about the Pistoria Alliance. It's not just about talking about the problems that we're having. It's actually creating, bringing people together to solve some of those problems, to really act upon them and see where we can go. Um, and I would say just another important point is it's not us that is making the projects up. It's not the Pistoria Alliance um, Associates that is doing that. All of our ideas are coming from our members. Our members come to us with those ideas and those problems that they're having in their own organisations, and they suggest that they may want to work with others to solve those problems. And it's our job in the Alliance to see if other members are interested. Other members may want to participate to solve that project, and, and we put that together and facilitate it. So I think it's really important to make sure that these are real problems that are coming from mm -hmm. the membership and being brought to us. Yeah, so one of the things that I was struck by was that you not only develop the initial part of a, of a solution, but the you and the members together have actually put together teams so that it's not just like some open source thing that just comes out. It actually, some of your products and some of your solutions are actually supported and actually is supported through subscription models to make sure that the value of those solutions continues to grow and that the code bases are maintained. It's just not, you know, just a, a willy nilly, let's throw this over the fence kind of thing. Yeah, one of the things that is, it's it's a really good good point because one of the problems that you have generally, let's take ontologies as a case in point, is that ontologies are created and then not maintained. So we in the Alliance are working hard on this problem. You know, we don't have the solution yet, but we're working hard with our members to find the best ways to um, create a way for those to be maintained, updated, and used continually. 
and often ontologies are created and, and then never used. So for us, it's really important that people our ontologies are widespread. The community are taking these ontologies and using them. And it's important that they go across the industry because there's no point just one organisation using them. So that is something we're working hard hard to do. Um, everything that we everything that we produce, if you like, in the Pistoria Alliance is available to all of our members. Right. And I could imagine one of the biggest challenges that we face in the industry is just this idea of standards and where do these standards come out and what are standards. But I could imagine if you're working across a, a, the population of the people who are a part of Pistoia, that having that brain trust in order to get more uh, uh, ideas into standards that can be used there are lots, everybody's got a standard du jour. But the yeah. question is, is if you, I, I, I would imagine if you're working as an industry group and you have the feedback of multiple companies working together that are now setting some standards, that that really has a high chance of traction. Yeah, I think the propensity is that people, if they've con contributed and collaborated on something, that they're going to adopt it, right? So it's, it, it, it's important when we start our projects, we, we try to ensure that there is a broad group of people that are working on each of the projects that we, um, that we work on together. So I, I think what we try to do is ensure that a broad group of people are working on, on those things together so that people then adopt them. But Pistoria Alliance is not just about standards or ontologies. Sometimes it's simply about creating best practice guides or creating a maturity model or creating a actually a collaborative paper. People often are, are working on papers together in the Alliance. We've had over 35 um, publications in peer-reviewed journals in the Alliance and actually two BioIT awards uh, in the past. Well, that's fantastic. So um, I just, I think I want to kind of wrap up the, our conversation with understanding, you know, from you, where you sit, if you were looking at your crystal ball for where, where is the Pistoia Alliance going in the future? What, what do you see in that crystal ball? Uh, it's a brilliant question. <laughs> Essentially, what we do is we follow our members. So whatever is a hot topic, for our members is what we want to work on. Saying that, we've laid out our strategic priorities, data, AI, real-world data, real-world evidence, and sustainability. Sustainability, not just from a green perspective, but also from a people perspective. How do we make sure that we're retaining talent in our organizations? So we want to continue to work within those strategic priorities for the next 18 months, two years. However, if somebody brings us a project that doesn't exactly fit to those priorities, but is a problem across our member base, of course, we'll look at that and help to support our members. Um, if I was to predict where we were going, I think that the new technologies, I mean, uh, you can't go to a conference without people talking about AI at the moment. And that 
is such um, an intriguing yet and fascinating tool that I think we can continue to make inroads with into that drug discovery process. Um, I also do have a a caution uh, that we have to make sure that all of the tools that we're using and the data that we're using and the digital transformations that everybody is on, we have to ensure that we're respecting the fact that we're dealing with people and change management is such an important piece in all of this. Uh, And one of the things that we're doing um, in a couple of weeks actually is having a discussion around how do we bring change management into digital transformation? How do we make sure that we bring the people on the journey as well as the tools? Well, that was a great ending because my next podcast that I will be recording is actually on the topic of change management. So um, I just want to prepare everybody for my next episode on change management, because realistically, people talk about digital transformation. But at the end of the day, digital transformation is change management and has always been. So I think it's really important. And I have um, I have an executive from a pharmaceutical company who's responsible for data and change management joining me. So I'm just going to tease up the next episode and say thank you very much, Becky. I really, really appreciated your time today and really Thank you so much for sharing that information about Pistoia Alliance. Happy to help, Stan. And if anybody wants to learn more, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm always happy to talk to both current members and future potential members as well. All right. Cheers. And now now, now time for your birthday cake. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you okay, for listening bye-bye. to BioIT World's Trends from the Trenches podcast.